thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca, and today we're recording something like the 24th episode of The Blind View, and we have several people joining me today, so let's get started. How is everybody today? Doing okay. Doing okay. Okay, great. So today we're going to be discussing Meet the Blind Month, which is what October is, and we're just going to discuss some of our experiences in the past and maybe some ideas we have for new activities. And then if anybody else has any other topics they'd like to bring to the floor, they can also do so. So does anybody have any um, stories regarding Meet the Blind Month they'd like to share? I kind of do. Um, I'm excited because the Phoenix chapter NFB um, is putting um, together a telethon for the 24th of October um, to showcase um, some of the bl some blind people in the community and what um, skills they have and um, to the community. So it's a community outreach idea. Do you have information you could share with our viewers about how they can view that or listen to it when it comes out? You know what I mean? Um, I don't think we have, I don't think I have a Zoom link for that yet, mm -hmm. um, but it will be on Zoom and it'll be on Facebook. Okay, great. Um, and like, can they like subscribe to nfb.org or something, you know? Um, it'll be through the Phoenix chapter, so when I do have more, I'll share that with you. Okay, um, great. But I'm excited about that because that's kind of cool. Great. Thank you, Kimberly. Mm -hmm. Does anybody else have any little tidbits they'd like to share? Um, on the 24th, um, I am participating in a panel for the Community Service Division of the NFB put together by Jeanetta Price. Um, I don't have that Zoom link yet. But um, we're doing that on the 24th. And I'm also using my YouTube channel to showcase some um, blind people, um, some really exciting blind people. I have a musician coming on tomorrow. Very um, cool. I am also, uh, usually every October, I go to my daughter's school or in any other schools that request um, someone to come in and speak. But since we're not doing that, I have some alphabet cards that I'm going to slide in the children's packets for school so they can have um, their alphabet in Braille. Um, I think that's all we have going on this month. Not a whole lot, but a little bit. I would, like to, I would like to suggest to our viewers that they go subscribe to Jennifer's Open Book on YouTube so you can follow all the fun activities she has going on. Well, okay. tomorrow night, tomorrow night on our local chapter, uh, we're doing a Zoom meeting, and I'm teaching everybody how to cook homemade bread and homemade banana bread and homemade uh, uh, peach bread. So I'm trying oh, to teach everybody good. how to do that. I already, already got the loaf cooked. I already got a loaf going right now. Good for you, Tim. You know, Tim, in the few years I've known you, I've you've told me about your cooking, you know, ex expertise, and I I don't know if you knew how to cook when I. You know, when you first went blind or if you just started learning how to cook when you went blind. But I know you've been doing a lot of cooking in the last few years, and it's been interesting to listen to you talk about. Yeah, so that'll be done tomorrow night when I get to my uh, – I'm doing this in the camping area tomorrow night. So I'll be doing this in a travel trailer tomorrow night when I'm in the uh, Bryson City area in North Carolina. 
So is there any way our nerve could tune into that? I mean, will there be a place? Uh, it, it's right now. So if I could find the link, I'll see if my uh, president chapter has a link that we all can do on Zoom. And okay. I can try to share that. Okay, great. Yeah, because Brandon can put it in the description of the video before he posts this video. So people can. All right. Are you using a Dutch oven, Tim? Uh, no, I have an oven in my Traver trailer. Oh, okay. So I'm going to film it and then share it with everybody. Because uh, I don't want to sit there for an hour waiting for it to cook and then show everybody what it looks like. So it's going to be an abbreviated session. Mm -hmm. Okay. So guys, does anybody else have any other stories about Meet the Blind what they'd like to share? Well, I know when COVID-19 goes away, uh, there are a lot of schools in my area that's interested in me visiting their schools with my guide dog, Glacier, mm -hmm. and to tell the show the kids what a service animal is and uh, what they're supposed to do around a service animal. But uh, I've already been, I think three schools in my area has already contacted me. But like I said, it's going to be probably next year now. Mm -hmm. So uh, next next year, I'm talking about next year already, for Meet the Blind Month, we were getting that scheduled up for next year. Okay. Well, I'm not really doing anything for Meet the Blind Month this year either because of the virus, but I know in the past I've done some pretty fun activities. Um, when I was at Savvy Services for the Blind, I got to participate in some activities to bring um, community awareness to blind people and our, our needs and our um, existence in the community um, and then I had a blind friend living with me who was a veteran and while he was living with me I went to several events with him at the VA and I was actually able to participate in a white cane game march around the VA with him and several other veterans and their support staff just because I was supporting him at that point and it was a great experience I got to meet all those great vets and everybody had canes you know so it was a fabulous experience and, and, I, and that's happening again this year too yeah I suspect it probably is because it's outdoors so yeah um, if you have like a white cane march going on in your neighborhood or your community I recommend you guys get involved it's actually, I think it's virtual this year. Is it virtual? Mm-hmm. Everything's That's virtual. they're doing it virtually. That's interesting. How do you do a virtual white cane thing? Uh, well, you just do it. <laughs> you turn on your camera and you walk, basically. They, Everybody's they, in this they big group have, and They do could it. have people sending little videos of them talking about their experiences with their white canes or little videos of them walking with their canes and doing stuff. Yeah, they kind of like a big collage of it, and people could go on and watch the the slideshow of it all or something. You know, that'd be kind of fun. Um, I and I took video of myself when I was um, promoting um, the TGR twenty twenty TGR Step campaign for our um, our state convention. TGR. Um, it was together. Oh, okay. In Braille. Oh, sorry. Um, that's okay. Um, that was um, that was part of our our theme for the convention, the state convention, and um, so we so we did a a, a virtual um, count your steps campaign, mm -hmm. um, which was really cool. And people just walked around their neighborhoods or walked in their houses or at work um, wherever they could do it and kept count of their steps during the virtual convention. 
but there's a lot of ways that you can still stay active with your white cane. Mm -hmm. um, and my cane is still white. I don't know if everybody's canes are still white because I know <laughs> some blind people who've used like colored uh, colored duct tape. And one of these things, I'm going to go get colored duct tape or stickers, like beautiful, like blue star stickers. Blue is my favorite color. So I always like, look like for some blue duct tape or some blue stickers and put on my cane. Cause I've talked to people who've done those cool things with their canes. Yeah. And like it when I had a folding plan. cane, it probably would have been a lot harder, but since I use a straight cane now. Um, I have a folding cane and it's my plan to put, um, I just ordered some glitter heart stickers because if it was socially acceptable, I would have glitter on everything. You you cannot have glitter on everything. Glitter is frowned upon. It's like uh, my cousin is an artist. She's, she calls it a, the plague of the art world. <laughs> the gift that keeps on moving. Well, There's actually a, a good reason why glitter would be frowned upon. It's ground glass. Um, oh. It's just, it's everywhere. It's always everywhere. But I'm putting glitter stickers on my cane. <laughs> it's still going to be a white cane, but it's going to have glitter stickers on it. Don't you'll that you'll be able to find it. <laughs> yes. Let me ask Glacier, you want to put glitter I on your glacier? I wonder if we should have a competition where everybody decorates their canes and then we like show them on the camera and like Brandon make sure he gets a good view of them. And then we have viewers like vote on who has the coolest cane or something. Well, you can buy canes that are different colors. Yeah, I have a purple can... one right here. Oh, yeah. You do? Cool. Yeah, I have a purple one and I have an orange one. Oh, neat. I've thought about getting those different colored canes, but the like the universal symbol for being a blind American or being a blind person is the long white cane with the red tip. And I don't want to confuse people by using a blue cane, you know, which would be what I would use. The fashion canes are, kind of, yeah, they kind of take away from that. Yeah. So do the fashion canes, are they um, only straight canes? Because I, I remember a long time ago, no. I was looking for one, and they only had them in the long canes. I was looking for a pink one. <laughs> you want to see my cane? It folds up and it's different color. Okay. You know, I can't pink. see it, but I believe you. <laughs> I definitely think I better get a blue cane. I'll just stick with my uh, black lab. Here's, here's, a, here's a picture of Glacier. <laughs> Do guide dogs come in blue, Tim? No, no, unless you spray paint them. That's what I frowned on. The people dyeing their guide dogs. Don't do your. That's don't not do good. that. Don't do that. Oh, I know. I know. That's horrible. My cane, my cane is just a normal used cane, functional. It does its job. I don't need to advertise it. Nope, do you have, Larry, do you have people ask you about your cane? No. <laughs> they could be taken so many ways. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, they don't ask me, they don't ask me about it. They ask me, you know, mm. they ask, they, they've referred to it as a stick, but, yep. uh, and I correct them, but, uh, you know, I just, it's just a part of who I am. You know. I hate it when it's called a stick. I really hate that. Yeah, somebody says, yeah, I'm, gonna grab not fond, I'm not fond of it either, but you can't change people overnight. Mm -hmm. Just one person at a time. That's right, Larry. 
So everybody obviously has strong feelings about what their canes are called and stuff like that. How do you guys, and some people have expressed how they feel about how the way people have treated their canes. Does anybody else have any feelings about the sanctity of their cane or the personal boundaries of their cane? The and worst the thing to do is it. grab a cane and lead somebody with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like pulling somebody by the earlobe. Um, yep. Or, gra- or grabbing been, their belt. I've loop. been with. I've been with somebody who you're when you're sweeping their cane when it gets on the and they kick your cane every time it gets on their side. That mm-hmm. pisses me off too. Mm-hmm. That name will be not mentioned. I've had people grab my cane, but what grabs me the worst is when there's a when you're standing on the corner waiting to cross the street and the car purposely rolls over the end of your cane. Oh gosh, yes. All that has happened to me about nine or ten times over the ever, many years. Do you guys ever use your canes to communicate with the public when you're out navigating? Like when for you're example, hitting them with it. For example, I held my cane over the hood of a car one time that was parked directly in the parking lot until the driver backed out of the parking lot or backed out of the crosswalk so I could walk through. <laughs> I made it clear to him that I plan on bashing my cane down on the hood of his car if he didn't get out of my way. You know what I mean? I, I have did it with a gesture with my cane. But you didn't dent it or anything. Oh, no, I did not. But I held my cane over the hood, and then I looked as best as I could towards where the windshield was, and I just stood there with my hands on my hips, kind of like, dude, or do you really want to test me here? Because my only other option was to walk out into the intersection to get around his car, right? And I felt very uncomfortable with that. And he took my hand, and he backed his car out of the crosswalk for me. Oh, believe me, one time I was mad enough I wanted to go total Jack Nicholson and wish I had a golf club to back. Well, at, at Leader Dogs for the Blind, they tell you to run into the car and hit it with your knee if you put a dent in it. They're in your crosswalk. They're in your right-of-way. Mm-hmm. So if you did dent it, that's tough crap on them. That's what I I'm someone Like, if they're in the crosswalk, they're... They're where I'm supposed to be, and I'm a blind pedestrian, and my cane's to tell me what's in front of me. So if I'm whacking the shit out of the car trying to figure out what it is, oh, well. Well, Glacier, the other day, she just walked around the car when we were crossing. He was all the way through, and she just moved, moved me right across it, went right back, and right back into the uh, crosswalk. Listening to you talk oh, about your guide dog, Tim, makes me reconsider possibly getting you a guide dog. You need one, Rebecca. I love my guide dog. I will n- – I just – the, the, the difference between a cane and a guide dog, the cane is great in some places, but, you know, the cane just, the dog just moves you around stuff. So you don't have to sit there and figure out how to get there or what. The do- it's like when I go to the doctor, you know, I, when I go to, when Uber, I asked him, do I get out and take a left or right? And uh-huh. he said, all right, take a left. So I get out and I say, Glacier, find door and left. And she takes me right to the door. I don't have to go up there and start banging on the side of the window trying to find where the door is. Oh, she takes yeah. me to it. And that, that gives me a sense of I know what the hell I'm doing. And that gives me a little, you know, makes me feel good about me. So how, how do you know when there's, how do you know there's a curb to step on? Because see, that's kind of. She stops. She goes up on. <coughs> stops right there. She'll step up up on the curb and stop. And I, with her doing that, and you can feel her front body lifting up, you know, there's a curb right there. So, like, if she's going down a long flight of stairs with you, how does that ma- manage? Well, there she takes she takes me to the st- she takes me to the handrail. Uh huh. And she stops, and then I see that it's a, a step, and so I 
take her off. Uh, I put her on the heel so I don't gra- I don't hang on to the harness. I just hang on to her leash and I just follow the handrail. Okay, and then at the bottom of the stairs, you guys just bottom, up. yep. We do escalators. We do everything. She is she is such a helper, and I. I now, have you have flown a, with her, Tim? I just got back from Wisconsin three, four weeks ago. So can you tell me about that? Like, I know you when you have a guide dog and you travel, you guys feed them and water them a certain way so you don't have to potty them in airports and stuff, right? What I do with her, what I do with her is 18 okay. hours out from my flight, mm-hmm. her food and water is limited. When we wake up the next morning, say my flight's at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. I quit feeding her at three in the afternoon the day before. Uh-huh. And then she has water all day long for the rest of the day. And then when we wake up, I give her a handful of food with my hand and a limited water. And then I just, you know, keep her belly with some food in it. But she does great. And I, I, we didn't have no accidents or anything. And she does great in the airport. Now, when you fly with her, does she sit at your feet okay? or? What she does is you go in, you take the harness off of her, and you push her underneath the the seat's got the enough room underneath the front seat of you, and she goes right in there, and her feet, at your feet, her head rests on your feet right there. Now, Tim, how tall are you? I'm 5'9". Oh, well, you're two inches shorter than me, so my dog would probably have to be bigger than yours. I'm always well, wearing my she's a, she's, she's almost 70 pounds, so she's not a small dog. For a female, she's actually large for a female. Okay. All my dogs were rats. <laughs> I had two um two black labs and they were probably about fifty or sixty pounds. They were the runts of the litters, both <laughs> of them. And all the rest of the dogs were huge. Shepherds but, Shepherds are actually about ten to fifteen pounds heavier for those that the average well, shepherd with, is a little with the new rules heavier. going with the new rules going in effect with DOT, they're going to start frowning on these large dogs because if they're too big and they start occupying the other space of the passengers, they won't let your dog on. So they're going to start leaning towards smaller dogs now. Mm-hmm. They match up lot. the dogs perfectly, though. I'm five feet, so my dogs were perfect for my height. Oh, yeah, 50-pound um, dog is great for you then. Yeah, only five feet. So my dogs were perfect for my height. They match them up perfectly to even but, your personality. <laughs> Do you have guide dogs? It, it, it's all in the handle I'm, too. The handle I'm the same be height. Like I'm the same height you are, Tim. But when I had a guide dog for a while, the shepherd was perfect for me. I got a question. How do you go about getting a guide dog? Uh. I want the leader dogs for the blind. You can go to leaderdog.org mm-hmm. and everything they, the process is you, you fill in your application. You have to have somebody film you, uh, what living quarters you have, where you live, where you would take the dog to go park. And then they want a 10 minute video of you using your cane out in public so they can pick up your space and your stature and all that stuff. So they can size you up for the dog and you send mm-hmm. that all the leader dog. And then when you're accepted, they will uh, pay for your flight. They will pay for your room and board for three weeks while you're there. And they will fly you back and you come back with a new dog. Um, and which city or state is that? Uh, that is in uh, Rochester Hills, Michigan. So they fly you into Detroit. Okay. So Tim, 
Kim, can you tell us about some of the cool and possibly unknown abilities of these dogs that maybe our viewers might not know about? Well, like when I first got her and I got back to my town that I live in, we ventured off into an area that I've never been in before. And thank God I had her because in my town, it's an old town. And I went to these steps that I did not even know it existed. And they were not code. They're like maybe 20 inches tall. And she just stopped on a dime. And I go, why? You can't see anything. There's no handrail. There's nothing. And I'm going, why did we stop? Why, why are we stopped? And I just took my foot out. And it was this long, like five or six steps right there. And if I haven't had her and I ventured off down there, I would have bust my ass and probably end up in the hospital. So there's a lot of things these dogs do. And like I said, she works me around things that I don't see, like mud puddles and, uh, and uh, obstacles, a huge crater, potholes in the, in the road. She moves me around them and stuff like that. Wow. Um, like one day I was going, going to my doctor and I didn't even know these steps even existed, even in my doctor's office. And she stopped and I go, why did we stop? And uh, there's steps that I never knew was even there. Kim, yes. I've heard people say that their guide dog can go to the front door or go to the door of a building if they give their dog that instruction. And I have been lost in huge department stores so many times trying to find the front of the store, you know? See, well, all I got to do is like tell that. her, find front door, go to the door. And she, mm -hmm. boy, we're, if we're in the back of the store, we will, she will start going towards the front of the store. And when she sees it, bam, we're out of there. Mm -hmm. wow. And it's when I go, when I'm outside and it's dark outside and I'm driving in, Right in our truck, we go out. I said, find, find the truck. And she takes me right to the truck, to the exact door that she gets into every day. And she takes me right there, and we know we're at the truck. So how good. Long, Tim, how long have you been working with your dog then? I, mean, uh, I would say 14 months now. Now, have you had any experiences where people have tried to or have, have tried to deny you service or have uh, been in denying you service because of your dog? I've had one issue, but I solved that because I whipped out my phone and showed them that I had the Department of Justice on my phone. Can you describe the whole incident to our viewers? It was at, it was at a uh, hotel recently when I was going to Savannah for the weekend with my kids. Mm -hmm. And they told me that the, they didn't want my dog in the uh, places where they got the coffee and stuff because of allergies. And I told them that's, that's against the law. My dog's allowed to go everywhere that I'm supposed to. And she said, no, you're not. And I said, ma'am, I got the law right here. And I said, by the way, I have the department of justice right here on my speed dial. Shall I call them? And you can talk to them because you can call the department of justice. There's a line for disabled people and they handle complaints directly from the government. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's really great. Um, Tim, well, I got a question. Amazing the instincts that those dogs have, like natural instincts. Um, because my dog was she was trained to be a guide dog, not like a service or a medical dog. And I have a nephew who has um really bad asthma, cerebral. And I would let him sleep in my bed when he spent the night and the dog would sleep on the floor next to the bed when he was there. Like she could come in the living room with me, but she stayed in the room with him. And um, he was having an asthma attack one night and I heard her hit her chain, but I kind of ignored it. And she came in the living room and got me. She started like hitting her chain and she turned back towards the bedroom and kind of whined. 
So I got up and followed her, and she took me to the side of the bed where he was, and he was having an asthma attack. And she wasn't trained to do that. I love uh, those dogs. It what it is mm. is the that a dog or or a pet animal, whether they're guy service dog or not, are often drawn to people who are less than 100% healthy. And when they have an emergency, like an asthma attack or some such other emergency, oftentimes the family dog will be the first to find them and try to go for help. Uh-huh. Leon, hey, Leon, were you, I think Leon was trying to get a question in edgewise. Moment. Yeah, um, it, I was wondering, you know, Tim and, um, is that Kaylee? Uh, and if there's Kim and Jennifer are both on today. Oh, okay. Um, I just want to know, have you, especially for Kim, when you, with your guide dog, I'm, I'm sorry, not with your guide dog, but do you see more professional um, blind people with the guide dogs or not? Yeah, there's, there's lawyers and stuff out there. When we go to the NFB convention, you run into a lot of lawyers and I ran into a doctor that had a, a guide dog. I mean, there are a lot of professionals that get them. Well, I'm on the website right now, leaderdogs.org. I'm filling out my application right now. So, Well, you put me down as oh, a reference, awesome. buddy. You'll get in. Okay. So I'm going to mute myself. Y'all don't hear me. I'm, I'm muted. So That's great. I'm glad that you're following up on that, Leon. And Kim, thanks for giving him the info he needed. Problem. There I have a question. Is, What's your question? An, I'm What's sorry, your question, Kimberly? Um, what does, Tim, you mentioned that you like to go camping. What does everybody else like to do for fun? Camping, hiking, picnicking, walking, exercising, period. Eating uh, Captain <laughs> Riding, Crunch cereal. Uh, socializing. <laughs> well, mine's, mine's camping. Of course, working, walking with my dog every day. Uh, cooking. I like to cook a lot. Uh, I like to watch my college football team go Georgia Bulldogs and uh, music. I like music and I sing sometimes with karaoke. Okay. What about you, Jennifer? Um, shopping, shopping. I like to shop. <laughs> I really love shopping. Uh, I like to cook. Um, I like cooking. I love to travel. Um, I really, 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 really love to shop. And I love taking care of my daughter. Like being a mother is my favorite thing in the whole wide world next to shopping. <laughs> You're not the only person I hear say that though. Like um, being de a dedicated parent is really important. Oh, I love it. I, I've always wanted to be a mother and I am blessed. I love taking care of my baby. Well, <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Kids are fabulous when they're little. Oh, I mean, kids are fabulous all the time, but when they're, like little and they need you to take care of them. It's really, really great. I good when you got to change a diaper though. Mm -hmm. Changing diapers isn't all that bad. Yes, it's, it's not. I, oh, I no. didn't mind changing a diaper. I've been picking up dog poop for 15, 14 months. It's, I guess I'm used to it now. It's, it's picking up dog poop and changing a diaper is different. It's different. Totally. I picked up dog poop for years and I've never got used to it. But for some reason, I guess because it's coming out of a baby. It's not it's gross, but it's a baby poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little human. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Larry? What do you do for fun? Uh, I go bowling sometimes. Uh, not re not much recently because there's only one bowling alley in the three city area of Daytona Beach, uh, in Daytona Beach, Ormond Beach, and Port Orange, and there's only one bowling alley that works, and the only time you know, the blind bowlers go is Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock, and after getting up at 4.45 every day, uh, Monday through Friday, the last thing I want to do is get up at 7 o'clock to go somewhere on Saturday, so I'm That's not bowling at the moment. <clears throat> but... Uh, but uh, uh, I read. I play a little guitar. I sing some karaoke. I go out That's with friends. Cool. When did you learn how to play guitar? Uh, when I was a teenager, I I started actually. My parents started uh, me when I was six years old. My mom said, "Oh, he's going to be the next great piano virtuoso." So for three years, I slogged away at the piano and to this day i wish i had continued it but you know but uh, then i decided you know when i was 12 i decided that a guitar was a lot more interesting in both the music <laughs> so i learned to play a little bit and stopped and didn't learn as well as i could have because for the longest time i didn't have a guitar to practice on at home and you know, with that, as any musical instrument, you have to have a musical instrument to practice on at home, and I didn't have one. But I did learn a little, and I can play a little bit of guitar enough to keep my voice in tune. Oh, that's awesome. And play the kazoo. Oh, <laughs> I can play. I can play a harmonica too. So, you know, oh wow. All right, Kim, you, Leon, I can play a kazoo. <laughs> Anyone can play a kazoo. Is Leon back on? I'm here. What do you like to do for fun, Leon? Uh, smoke cigars. Um, I just got my new baseball bat in with a um, a, that's wrapped in barbed wire. I call her Lucille. Oh my gosh. <laughs> mm, you know, go you like to shoot? Just learn. Does anyone play sports? What's your favorite kind of? What's your favorite cigar uh, to smoke lately? Mine? Um, hell. Let's see here. I have two humidors right here. Actually, three. Um, mm. it, it depends. Like early in the morning, if I got time, I like to smoke a what they call it a Rocky Patel. It tastes it ah, it tastes like um a latte. It's good right. in the morning. But my favorite, my favorite, favorite is this one in my hand. It, it, it ah, behind. That, so, makes ah, <laughs> that makes it sense. That makes sense to what you're smoking at the moment. Yes, I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. But do not inhale. Do not, I hate it when the wind blows and, the, and it blows the smoke back in your stump, in your mouth. It'll get you sick. Oh, yeah. You have, it'll get you oh, sick. gosh, yeah. I like the honey-tipped ones. Mm-hmm. I like the ones that call acid. No, they're not dipped in acid. That's just a name. <laughs> what do you like to do now, Kimberly? Everybody's answered. That was going to be the next question. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me. I don't like to do anything. No, I'm kidding. Really? Um, no, I, I, um, 
call myself um, a Jill of all trades because I can figure out and solve problems um, and I like to fix things. I like to fix things around the house. Um, I like to paint. Um, I like to sew. Um, I like to read. Well, go ahead on, Jill Valentine. <laughs> I like to yeah. write. That's a character from Resident Evil. She could do a lot of crap. Well, you're you are everything. Good lord. How much you charge per hour? Actually, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I do. I'm I'm kind of like Kimberly in that I I I kind of like the jack of all trades. I can fix things around the house, and you know, a lots of times. I'm supposed to call maintenance uh, when something breaks in my apartment, but sometimes I actually fix it better than some of the maintenance people do. So I just go ahead and fix it myself. High five, Larry. <laughs> yeah. So does everybody have their own toolkit in their home that they use? I have, yeah, my, yeah. I have my old tools from my old job still. I still like to play with them and go try to go fix stuff with them. I found a pink toolkit on Amazon. One of my cousins, <laughs> he had to fix his uh, suitcase, and I pulled out my toolkit. And he says, where did you find pink tools? Amazon. <laughs> get anything on Amazon, because you like to shop. Because <laughs> I like to shop. <laughs> oh, by the way, Amazon Prime Day is next Tuesday. That's true. Yeah. What day, um, Larry? Tuesday is probably Tuesday, next Tuesday, the 13th. But it's Amazon what? Prime Day. Everything's on sale. Everybody's on Prime. Oh, okay. Prime Day. That's whenever, you know, everything's on sale practically. Lots of things are on sale. Black Friday comes early this year because of the COVID-19. Mm. Well, they do it every year. In the summertime, but they yeah, they, they, they have they, they, oh, they usually like have it in July, July, and they didn't right. have it in July. So that's. <clears throat> Is anybody else going to do their Christmas shopping via Amazon or Prime this year again? I always I do my shopping on the internet. I never go out to stores. Yeah. Last year was the first time I've done it, and it was a wonderful experience. <laughs> Shopping online. I think I got a friend. I've seen Amazon, so they deliver it too. I give you all my yeah, addresses. I, I give you all my addresses. I use them. <laughs> There's I only use a couple Walmart places like and that. Amazon. Well, oh. in in department stores, um, we'll do it too, like Kohl's and J.C. Penney. Um, are good too, places too. Isn't it nice not to have to stand in lines and deal with the crowds and everything? You don't have to put on clothes. You can sit there at your computer in your pajamas and click, click, boom, it'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> it's funny because we know that, <laughs> but everybody else is figuring that out now. The only thing I don't like shopping online for is clothing because oh yeah see what i'm getting and electronic gear if i oh, I, yeah, I, 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 if I if i'm going to buy a laptop or a phone or something 
I I, I want to go see it. You know, um, Amazon does have a disability line. Yes, they do. I call them all the time. Thank you for and sharing what that. What is that for? Hmm? And what is that for? What do you use? Same thing. It's, it's basically they're for the only thing they won't do is, is, is buy it for, you know, it's supposed to buy button, but they'll put it into your card and everything. They'll, they'll describe everything. Well, 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 they'll, well, they'll give you a better description of what you're looking at since. And they'll find, and they'll, and they'll find a, a cheaper product that's similar. You know, okay. like, like, what is your price range? I'm like, well, <clears throat> I say like 45 bucks or below, and they'll go find it. Mm -hmm. They're pretty helpful. Mm -hmm. So, Leon, where can our viewers find the Amazon Yeah, I'll give it to you right now. Give Thank it you. Me. Yeah, if you could give it to us, that would be awesome, mm -hmm. because I know I... Apple has one, too. Apple does? Yeah, I'm I know really I have Apple's... And Microsoft. ...in my phone already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it because Amazon does Amazon. a really good job of describing things for the most part because something for the most part is, yeah for the most you part it also has a really good customer service couple of times to tech support the guy who I don't know if it's anybody different. This was some years ago. I had the call um, maybe two or three years in a row, and I got the same guy. And because he does it all day, he's kind of yeah, snappy when he's helping you. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll try to figure this out without talking to him because he's making me angry and two bad attitudes on the phone is not going to get anything fixed. <laughs> Are we all JAWS users? I do. I'm on, yep. I don't have a computer. Only thing with Jaws is with math. I do everything on my iPhone. Why do I can do anything on my iPhone that I used to do on my computer. Mm -hmm. That's true. That but is true. The only thing I don't like about Jaws. I, I barely use my computer. It's, it sucks with math. Why do I want to sit in an uncomfortable chair for two hours when I can sit in my recliner on my iPhone and do everything the same thing? I got it hooked to a I got it hooked to a printer, so. Everything you need, set your fingertips. Well, hey guys, I've got a quick minute. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get my first book, Because You're Blind, in hardcover, paperback, and on Audible. See the links below. This is the story of what it was like waking up blind at the age of 12, and then several years later being stripped of my constitutional rights by my parents. And it's the story of how I had to fight to get my constitutional rights back. It's a very powerful story, and I encourage you to listen to it. And the first 50 people who email me will get a free download of the Audible version. And all you have to do is go on and write a review on Amazon for me. Thank you very much. And now, back to the blind view. The Amazon disability line is 888. Uh-huh. 283-1678. 888-283-1678. Okay. But the, the thing about it, they close three o'clock in the morning um Seattle time. So Okay. Okay, well thank you for sharing that information with our viewers. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Take a puff for me, Leon. Huh? Take a puff for me. <laughs> Is he lighting up his cigar? He's got head in his mouth. 
Got to smoke them up. I got a fly. A lot of the apps are getting better as far as descriptions go, and I appreciate it. They're not perfect, but they are getting better, um, Mm -hmm. which works for shoppers like me. Um, I shop at Sprouts on Instacart, and I know what I want out of there, but they're... Um, I have not been able to get a description on what I'm buying. Um, That's why why I do everything on my iPhone now because every app that I use on there, banking, Amazon, whatever, is voiceover, works with voiceover. Well, yeah, I do uh, that on my my iPhone. I do every – I'm trying to think of what I do on my computer. I turn my computer on, I know, but I rarely use it. But John doesn't say anything. I I pretty much get Instacart and descriptions on Instacart, and I've used Shipt a couple of times, and that, that, uh, they pretty much describe what I, you know, want, how many come in the package, and so forth, but it's there. Do y'all use, does anybody use, um, use Ira? That was un, unusual. And I had no idea what it was. And I was curious. And I could, I guess you had, I don't know if it was a vegetable or something. It was something strange sounding. But I wanted to know what it was. So um, I clicked on it to see if I can get a description. And all I got was a picture. I didn't get a description of what it was. So that's what the I mean. New, I didn't. The new, I, the new iOS. Uh, does describe pictures sometimes uh, more now than it used to. It does. I just got that update a couple of days ago, and it's it's doing a lot better at describing pictures. Um, yeah. Does anybody use Ira? I, I used tried it, it one yeah. time at the airport. That's it. But they. But the thing about it, I I called them the other day. I did not know this, but they had, they um, discontinued the glasses, so they don't use the glasses. Oh yeah. So what they want you to do is go to Amazon and buy some kind of lanyard, which I've been trying to find. But I think it's something you just put around your neck and it dangles mm-hmm. from your chest. Yeah. yeah it's got yeah, a camera we, on it. Yeah, we have Ira. But like I told them, why, why should I spend money with child when B my eyes is free? Now, now that the glasses are gone, that was the one unique thing about you. I'm not mm-hmm. paying 100 bucks a month just to... I can talk to somebody for free. <laughs> well, B my eyes is volunteers. Yeah, and they haven't all been necessarily trained to speak um, to blind people, um, whereas the IRA agents have. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, that, that also that also depends on the person working. It with does. Be my eyes. My sister. Yeah. My sister-in-law is a volunteer for BI, Be My Eyes, and she. Uh, because I've often asked her to locate stuff for me. She knows how to how to do it. So there are people that actually do know how to do it. Well, right. what's, good, what's good about Ira is like if you're in an airport, they can pull up the airport's map and they know exactly where you are and they can tell you how far you got to go and Starbucks is on your left. Whereas that, Be My yeah, Eyes... That, good too, that, that is true. That be is My good. Eyes, they'll just say, well, keep going. And you could be going in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. I yeah. and Ira is always free at your airport or your public transportation, and I believe at libraries too. But uh, really, I didn't know that. Walmart and Target as well. 
Yeah, well, you walk um, in, Ira. Ira, this thing will pop up and say, you're, you're, uh, it's free in this location. And, and AT&T stores. Now, is the first five minutes of each call still free too, Tim? No. That I don't know. Okay. But, but, it, but if you're in a free member, you get a discount. There's a market for both. The IRA is I don't know how much it is because I really don't need it. It starts at twenty bucks a month. Is that for unlimited, Leon? Twenty bucks a month? Oh no, heck no. Unlimited. No, like that's probably like bucks. ten minutes or fifteen minutes. It's not cheap. Oh, I think so. wow. it used to be two or three, four hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So it it's is. not cheap. Yeah, for unlimited, it's like for it's like three, four hundred bucks. I don't think think how they think somebody's on a disability check can afford their service. Yeah, yeah, I think they need to come up with some kind of unlimited plan for people to use. Well, if they did that, they'd probably get a lot of subscribers, and then they'd make big bank. Well, you know, that's why I, that's why I like the glasses part. But you know, that's why I wish I could team up with an <clears throat> engineering firm so we can make create something like this. Well, well you watch. Google will be coming out with something soon. Oh yeah, well, got Amazon has glasses. Or what about yeah, Apple? They've already got glasses, so. Apple, uh, the, Apple ain't been the same since Steve Jobs died. They, they had to cut an edge. I know, but they might get a new innovator in there. Apple has a prototype as well, I believe. So does Mr. Mr. Elon Musk does too. I want to see mm -hmm. how it's going to go. Well, actually, you know, there are some glasses, you know, for like Tim's condition that will literally clear up his eyesight if you put them on. Ten grand, but... So there's a pair of glasses you can put on camera clear up your There vision? are glasses that can make me be able to give me 20-20 vision, but they're like big, huge goggles. I mean, they're not – there's – they adjust – I think – I can't remember who makes it. Is that just one of the – kind of computer glasses, but, but yeah. will we'll correct his vision. Yeah. Yeah. Expensive. You, they're exp – there's like $10,000, so. Yeah, Unless Rebecca wants to write me a check, money, I'll do it. If you have to pay a lot of money or be tied to something so you can plug something in or wear something that is heavy and make, makes your neck hurt eventually or something like that, none of this is worth it, you know, guys. We live perfectly normal, happy lives without that, so. What do you guys think of all these um, bionic eye things? Well, these, if, you're, um, if you're totally blind, it's great. I mean, I know somebody in my town that's had that done. Uh, he had it done at Emory University down here in Atlanta. And, and what uh, do they do? And is he able they, to work or drive with it, Tim? No, he can't work or drive. It gives it, he can see shadows now. He can see people, but he uh, can't get the detail of them. Yeah. Uh, he's totally blind. He's, he was is totally this, blind. Is this person lifelong totally blind, or had they lost their sight? At he lost point? his sight about 30 years okay. ago. Okay. That, but for somebody like me, who has never had the sight, it, and not even light perception, it would not work for me. I would it, not it, know how to you, use it. You wouldn't know how to, you don't know what, yeah, you, you don't know what you're looking at. Be able to connect with it. Yeah, his, his mind couldn't adapt to it. But somebody yeah, like that. It, it, it might be able to connect, but I would not know how to <clears> use it spontaneously it. Or, or, as Tim says, adapt to it. But I, I, I since I use cochlear implants, I, you know, have a similar problem with my hearing, so that's 
really fast. I've never heard of this. So how does bionic eyes work? I'm going to look it up too. <laughs> but I gotta there's go different, there's different ones out there, Jennifer. Um, and um, it seems like because everybody is at home right now, um, they're pushing for them more like as a cure for blindness. And the thing is that like anything um, man-made that you put into your body, it's not guaranteed foolproof 100%. And it, they tend to malfunction um, after a few years of use. They don't give you 20-20 vision. They, um, it's pixelated or it's just shadows like Larry was, or somebody was saying, maybe it was Leon. I'm sorry. This kind of technology, I think, will be could, will probably be really awesome in 10 years once they perfect it, once you no longer have to have something poor and put into your body where you can literally mm -hmm. just maybe put, I don't know, put a pair of glasses on or something like that. So you don't have to go through something so, as horrific as that horrible surgery. And, you know, I, I definitely see... Um, positive things in the future with that technology, but I know I wouldn't move on it myself right now. Well, because they've been doing cornea implants and things like that for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, so this is just another revolution in that arena mm -hmm. to to try and um, help the um, what is it? The, um, the visual. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and see, here's another visual thing. If, if, the, if your visual problem has to do with your eyeballs and then put, so replacing it with a computerized eyeball would work, that's one thing. My visual problem has to do with my brain, so putting a, yeah. connecting my brain to a computerized eyeball won't work for me. Exactly. Um, Genetics. People. Genetic engineering. The retina, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, see, they're doing a lot of stuff with retina with the genetic, uh, putting uh, stem cells and stuff like that right now. So genetics is going to be the biggest thing because putting a foreign object in your eye is not the answer. They're going to have to go in there and change the genetic code. And they're starting to see this stuff in babies and they're able to take a woman's uh, embryo and see if it has a genetic code in it or not. And if it doesn't, then you would use that embryo for the baby. And uh, it's fascinating what they're able to do now. Are they able to go in and look for like corrupted genetics and yes. fix them before the baby is born? So the they are. Not... They've been doing that for a long time. My That's sister's doing that correct. right now. Yeah, they've been doing that for a while. My sister's trying to get pregnant right now, and she doesn't want the retinitis pigmentosis on her with her child. So they're going in and looking at her embryos, making sure that the ones they got doesn't have that code in it. Very expensive. Yeah, well, she's got she's got the moolah, she's got the cash. <laughs> so, um, we've had a lot of great conversation today, guys. That's good. <laughs> what else is there to talk about? <laughs> um, great tonight. Yeah. Um. So tonight is the vice presidential debate. Does anybody want to say anything about that? Yeah. It's going to be okay. murder for Miss Kamala. Oh, you think so, uh, Leah? Yeah. Say goodnight to her. I don't know about that. I really don't know because she's a former prosecutor. And Kamala Harris, is, she's 
one thing she did against Joe Biden in the debate that they had, she has already learned her lines, her zingers that she used on him. And she's been practicing all day and all week. She's getting prepared for it. I think Pence has a lot to defend tonight. And that's a sad thing. Uh, it, I think at the end of the day, the media is going to automatically say Kamala Harris wins the debate, no matter what, because mm-hmm. they the media hates Republicans anyway. So um, I, I, is going to I say she's going to be on tonight, regretfully, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be tough night tonight defending oh, no, the coronavirus. It's going to be Corona. He's got to defend the coronavirus that Trump got. Uh, The whole White House has got it now. Chief of Staff's got it. I mean, they're going to go go with everything at Trump tonight. So, you know, how how do you fight a virus? You can't fight a virus. You can't stop a virus. All Americans are responsible for this, not just one person. We, as a human being, get the virus. It's because we do something stupid, not because a president can't stop it. We've got to keep, put a mask on. You got to keep your hands clean. And but if you catch it, you know you did something wrong. Not ju- not not D- Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, um, guys, I want to take this opportunity to remind our viewers of the upcoming presidential debate between President Trump and Joe Biden on Thursday. So I encourage all of our viewers to tune into it. Hopefully, it won't be like last week. Miami. I'm hoping uh, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait before I comment on it till I watch tonight's <laughs> debate. I don't want to walk in there expect with great expectations and be disappointed. So I'm walking there with eyes wide open and go, okay, I'm giving. Let's see what they have to say. Well, I'm hoping if nothing else, if it's not a, an exciting debate where we learn a lot and where we're we're excited for our candidate. Maybe at least we'll get to see some funny stuff out of it, you know, to get some laughs out of it. Well, what we need to see. What we need to see. Believe me, I got a few laughs out of it last week. (laughs) I'm with Larry. What needs to come out? Some of that was Chris Wallace is doing. (laughs) What, What really needs to come out tonight is how far left Kamala Harris is in America compared to Americans. She is far left and uh-huh. that needs to come out. She's got some radical ideas. She doesn't want people to have the, the public option uh, for you me to go get a private insurance company. She wants everybody uh, one Medicare. Medicare sucks. I'm on Medicare and it mm-hmm. stinks because my list gets smaller and smaller every year. My, mm-hmm. my, uh, my co-pays get higher. Everything gets higher now. And, uh, Medicare for all does not work. And she's also, she wants to have the, uh, we're no bail for criminals when they're arrested. She wants them to have not put up no bail and in two hours, they're back on the streets doing the crime. Like, again. In, like in New York City. I mean, it's that, do that in New York City. It's not working very well. So there's a lot of things that bring needs to be brought up because Kamala Harris, most likely within a year or two, will be the president of the United States. If Joe Biden wins. Who is moderating tonight? Does anyone know? Uh, somebody from Fox News. I don't know who that is. Fox News is the ones hosting it tonight. Oh, I'm not sure. Know who's, does anybody know who's, who's moderating the next presidential debate next Thursday? I think it's some guy from 
Uh, I hope it's not uh, it's some guy from uh, PB, uh, PBS. PBS. I can't remember who it is. But he's, he used to be a Joe Biden uh, employee, so that's the bad thing about it. So, again, the left gets to be the moderator. If in next week, um, early voting starts for us in Texas, so I will be there to do that the first day. And there are, they're doing a town hall type debate next week. I, I think, think that's next week, yeah. That might be a better setting. It's a better setting. And Donald Trump needs to come out and don't be like a bull. He needs to sit there and explain to everybody, especially about the new stuff that's come out in the past three days about how the uh, Russian thing was a total hoax created by Hillary Clinton to derive, to drive everybody away from her problems with her uh, email account. Now, and now it's come to find out that Barack Obama knew about the whole damn thing. So it's coming out that this was all set up to destroy Donald J. Trump. And that's not, and that isn't, that is in the CIA Brennan's handwriting. This isn't stuff that's just made up. This is stuff that people had to make records from the Obama administration is now being given out to the public to watch. So this ain't made up stuff. This is from the horse's mouth itself. Hey, Tim, I got a question. If the media do their job and follow up on it, do you think it'll be a bigger scandal than the gate? Well, yeah, because there's a, there's a paper trail here. There is a huge paper trail. And there was nothing for Trump. And we've all been lied to for the past three years, literally lied to by the media and by the Democrats. And we should be pissed off about it. But the media is silent because they are the state run TV. Now, if, if Donald Trump created uh, something to kill, cure cancer tomorrow, he would still be touted as a tyrant and a, and a dictatorship. And they just hate him so much. Look, um, look what New York is doing. Look what the governor of New York is doing against the Jewish community. What's that, that Leon? Exactly what Hitler had done. He's literally basically ostracized. Like, well, you know, it's, 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 it's like what I shared with you. I shared with you all the other day that uh, the mayor of New York wants all the Jewish synagogues shut down. But then, then they ask, well, what about the protest? Well, if you're going to protest, that's fine. And we understand and blah, blah, blah. But don't you go worship God. We don't want you worship any God or saying any prayers, but you can do all the hell raising downtown New York you want to do if it's against Donald Trump. Mm. And, and look what Michelle Obama did the other day. Basically called oh, she lied racist. through her teeth. She said, she said there was slight protesting. And I'm going, you know what? They've created $2 billion of damage. That ain't no slight protest. No, but yet she also called Trump a racist because he called out the rioters. I'm like, how's that? Because they're racist. You know, that, that racist word don't even mean anything anymore. You know, yeah, they, they use it. We don't. America doesn't know, does not know what true racism is anymore. Because if I sneezed wrong, I could be called a racist. Mm -hmm. So, the word racist doesn't mean anything anymore because it's used in the wrong terms in its, and it's description. Been so overused. Yes. If I disagreed with Barack Obama, I was a racist. 
Mm-hmm. I think Barack Obama was a good role model for fathers, and he was a good role model. What can possibly happen in America? I just didn't agree with his policies. Though. Well, then you're a racist. No, I'm not. I have, I am not a racist because I don't agree with somebody. You, you guys, as soon as the Obama administration came into um, office, uh, there were all kinds of um, memos put out with um, American citizens' names put on a registry of racist um, or terrorist watches. And that scares me that something like that could happen again. Well, remember what well, whatever happened to... to that list? Is it still out there? Anything yeah. that goes on the internet is still out there technically. Yeah, look what he list. did to look what they did to the Tea Party. Mm-hmm. They attacked hey, the Tea Party two years into it because they thought they were radicals. All they were was a bunch of people didn't want us to start spending trains and trains of dollars, which were in debt again. And you know, they so they started a black market tea party. And they were calling them racist. Why? There were black people in the crowd who are part of the Tea Party. They ca- they love America. They just have a different view. They're not destructive or anything. Well, look what they call the Proud Boys, and the Proud Boys have a black Hispanic um chairman. <laughs> they're calling them racist. Well, it's just like the uh, the other day they're calling everybody Uncle Tom's now. If you're black and you support, that's that's racist right there. But the well, Democrats like are allowed I, to do that. Well, like I said loud today on the view, the, the view last week, if they read the book, Uncle Tom was the hero. You know, he, he took the beads and stuff so the other states could get away. That's why he acted like that. <laughs> the correct term is Sambo. He was the traitor in the book. We've all been fed a narrative that we all need to examine and really look at. And you will find out that actually the Democratic Party was the original starter of the KKK. That's what down here in the South, that if it weren't for the Republicans, there had been no civil rights bill passed in Congress because the Democrats didn't want it. As a matter of fact, Joe. Kids, he said a quote, I don't want my kids raised up to be a jungle bunny. That's what he said. Now, is that racist? Yes, it, it is. It, and but nobody holds Robert his, Burke too. Yeah. Nobody talks to him about this stuff. It's always just swept under the rug. Well, Not to, mention the, to, be, the crime to, to defend Joe Biden, Joe Biden probably isn't in any condition to debate that. Tip. Well, that's why I want Donald Trump just to let him talk, and we will start seeing that dementia come out of his brain if mm-hmm. Donald Trump will just not inter- interfere with his talk, mm-hmm. because Joe Biden is not all there. Yeah. You seen what happened yesterday at Gettysburg, huh? Yeah. I don't want to hold his to, to um, Joe Biden's speech. <laughs> Who showed Donald up? Tr- like I, Barry, nobody hardly showed up to us at Gettysburg yesterday. You know, everywhere his little rallies, no one goes there. But Trump, he has lines for you know miles and miles down. Even when he was in the hospital last week, you know, look how many people showed up. He said, um, since Donald Trump can't, can't do the rally, we'll bring the rally to him. You know, and the, and the guy sent out pizza to to all of them out there. Now don't tell me that's a class act. Come on now. I love our president, and I love you know, my fellow Americans who love our president. 
you know, then then you had CNN said he was he was endangering people because he took he put the car around. I'm like, he's in the car. You know, well, Mike's my you know, reason that coronavirus can go through glass windows. Bulletproof at that. You know what? Donald Trump went over there on a helicopter, took another a car ride to the hospital. They weren't all concerned about it then, but this was a positive thing for America. It was a positive thing for Donald Trump. So they had to slam that. Uh, the, the, all of a sudden, wearing a mask wasn't good enough for the for the the media again. The driver had an M ninety mask on. He was safe. So. But- you need to remember that the media and the Biden um, administration are both against the American people, whereas President Trump is for the American people. And that's why President Trump and his team did that, because they knew it would uplift the spirits of the American people. Well, you know, well, he did. I'll, I'll go ahead, Tim. He did it also for the financial uh, situation. The stock market went up big time when that happened. When he came out and showed that, he's doing that to show that there's still stability in the United States, and he was doing that for all Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm me back home here. I'm fighting. I'm fighting a uphill battle with my with my political views. You know, I'm technically the only um, conservative that I know. Well, well, it's another it's another person I know, but. Is like, your dad? Is your dad conservative? Hell no. Oh really? You know, and like I tell, you know, I love my dad, love him to death. But like I told him, you know, just because, you know, you grew up in the, in the Jim Crow South, that doesn't make you a political, you know, looking for, you know, that you know anything about politics. You know, I've had arguments with him and other family members about the Democratic mm-hmm. Party. They just don't want to believe it. I, they sat there and watched the film Uncle Tom, which is now on iTunes, by the way. You ain't got to go to UncleTom.com. Go to iTunes to get it now. And... Um, it's literally basically we don't care. We've been brainwashed all these years. I'm still gonna vote this way. I'm like, I can vote this way and nothing gets better. You know nothing ever gets better when you vote Democrat. Nothing. But they don't see it. I'm like, yeah, they don't see it. I'm like, how can you not see it? You know, is that I'm trying to make a blonde joke or anything? I'm like, hey, look, look at our look at our ah, scheme, look at the black community the last fifty plus years. And look at the way we've been voting. And every and, and all that whole time, look how every year we get we get worse, 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 and worse. And how come every four years these Democratic people come, these Democratic politicians come out and pander to us? You know, like Hillary with the hot sauce a few years ago. Um, oh boy, that ran from um, that was trying to run for president in South Bend, Indiana. He he goes to the projects in New York City, drinking out of a drinking a forty ounce out of a paper bag, like he knows how mock liquor tastes. You know. Then you had on. Then, then they go get these black entertainers. They, they don't speak for us. They don't speak. They especially don't speak for me. And why do we need a leader to speak? You, you supposed to be an individual. Be your be your own man or woman. You know, I'm tired of this crap. LeBron James doesn't speak for me. You live in a in a hundred million dollar home. You have no way to talk about oppression. Okay. Yo, hell, you pay more. Your, your dog on bathroom is bigger. Big is bigger than my whole big. Ah, I can't even speak right now. Trying to eat and Le- talk at the same LeBron time. LeBron James and the NBA is nothing but a bunch of hypocrites. They slam America, how terrible America is to, to the black African-Americans. But yet they support China, who absolutely kills people and suppresses them and does all kinds of things with no freedom of speech. But don't you talk bad about China. 
because the NBA needs China. I don't even watch the NBA. Screw the NBA. So Disney too. <laughs> LeBron James needs to shut up because he he doesn't he doesn't know what he doesn't know what hardship is. He's, he's been a millionaire since he was eighteen. You know, I wish I had that kind of money at eighteen. You know, but you know, he lives in a in a, in a gated community just like just like the Obamas do. You live all, you you live in Martha's Vineyard. You know, I'm like nah. What a, what a question. Obama enriched all his life. And you can look that up. He's worth bill. He's worth millions, actually billions, because of his stepdad's trust fund. That though, but Leon, you're going to school. What are you going to school studying? Engineering. What, you what, do you, engineer? what kind of engineer do you want to be? Either electrical or mechanical or aerospace. Because again, you know, I I can't let the airplanes go. That's what I used to do before I lost my eyesight. Was be an aircraft mechanic. I just can't let the airplanes go for some reason. Uh, no, I think that's a really profound, actually, um, that's an awesome career path to take. Um, and you'll guys, be... I'm gonna guys, I'm going to have to go because my hearing aid battery is running down and I'm going to have to, I won't be able to hear anything for much longer. Okay. okay. All right, Larry. Thank you for joining us, Larry. All right. Thank you, Larry. Uh-huh. See you next week, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Um, what, sure. Um, what would you say, Kim? I was I was just going to commend you on your your choice of career path because engineers do so much um, for our society. Um, it, even um, aerospace engineers. Um, well, you know, I, I'm trying because, like I said earlier, I'm trying to do stuff for the to help out. You know, the blind community. You know, I want to see how this stuff is made, or maybe one day I can open up my own engineering firm. And how, you know, blind, you know, um, how can I put it? Blind employees, you know, to be my, not my test subjects, but, you know, to help us out. You mm -hmm. know, if it's too expensive, you know. But I can see I agree why with it has to be, because it has to be quality. I understand that part, but we can at least come, you know, meet somewhere in the middle. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I've been... Then you can compete with um, big basketball players. <laughs> Hey, I ain't trying to be rich. You know, I just want to live comfortably. I never want to. No, but I'm saying you will on your own mm -hmm. standards. Well, you, you know, Kim, you know, besides my dad's politics, you know, he, I look, you know, my dad was my role model because I see him and my mom get up every morning and go and go to work, you know, and not, and not yeah. even when my dad had the flu, he didn't complain when he went to work. Yes. And, uh, and that's what I'm like, and that's what I, I got that from, from both my parents. But, you know, you know, like I tell them, I've never been oppressed. You know, when I, once I got pulled over when I was speeding, I, did, I I shut up, did what I had to do, and guess what? I never got a bullet inside my body. Mm -hmm. you know, I never went to jail either. So, especially with a lot of youth, just shut up, do what the cops say. Well, not just that, listen to authority. That's the that's the problem, too. We have to you know... <laughs> All this when you why you put me off because I'm black. Now you now you you, you just created a hostile situation now. <laughs> you know, just shut up, take the ticket, or do what the cops say, and you, then you go home at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. That's that's your goal. You don't hold court on the side of the road. You hold court in court. You know, and ugh, it's just getting it's sad out there now. It's been that way for a long time. Yeah. The only thing we can do is take care of ourselves. 
and make sure we're making a better future for ourselves. And then ultimately it creates a better future for everybody else around us. And back to the airplanes, you know, I get people all, you know, when I was in high school, I had a, 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 a girl tell me, she said, what you going to go to school for? I'm like, aircraft mechanic. You know what she told me? White people do. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's a stupid statement to make, but. It's Leon, a really stupid statement. Leon, can you repeat that? Because I think your feet cut out. I didn't hear what she said. Oh, sorry. I said when I was in high school, um, like my senior year, this uh -huh. asked me what I want to be. And I said I want to be an aircraft mechanic. And she basically told me that's what white people do. You're trying to be white. I'm like, okay. no. It's just a career. It's just a job. You have to fly. Somebody has to fix it. Just like a car. Mm -hmm. You know, but that just comes from pure ignorance and, you know, the way people's mindset, you know, they want to expect yeah. like that. That's sad that you dealt with that. that I dealt with my own family. Crooked thinking. You know, for some reason, they thought we were rich. You know, one part of the family thought we were rich because we had, we had food every day. They really thought that. Yeah, my family, they just thought my parents were rich because we had lights and food every day. I'm like, no, my parents just work. But you see, like my dad said, you have to, he said you had to go back, son, you know, to when we were little. They, you know, my sisters and stuff, they didn't really have the value like I had. You know, like he said, I had no choice but to, you know, I was going to get drafted anyway, so I just went on to volunteer for the, for the Army. You know, I got a better job selection. He said, from now, he said, that's the best thing he ever did with his life was join the military. I yeah. couldn't join due to health reasons in 05, you know, being a diabetic, but that's the only regret I have, not, not going to the military. But other than that, you know, I, I had a pretty okay life. You know, I've never seen racism. Have I, have, have I run across assholes? Of course, that's, that's life. What a, you know, someone or some were racist toward me. They, they, they were black, you know, because I talk like a white person when I go to when I went to work. And I even had an Asian kid tell me that I wasn't from my neighborhood because of the way I talk. <laughs> Get that? An Asian kid gonna tell me that, that I'm not from my hood because of the way I talk. I'm like, wow, the ignorance of people. Shows a sign of education. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just because I'm from where I'm from. Yeah, like everybody here, you know, they were dumb and just, you know, talk with a slang. We know, no, no, no. Look at Dr. Ben Carson. He came from the projects. Look at him. Talk about him. I like him. You know, um, look what they're doing in, in, in Detroit. They literally um, considered taking his name off the school. You know why? Because he's on President Trump's administration. That's, and that's sad, man. Look at this man that's done for medicine. And yeah. Do that to him. Are you talking about Tim Scott? No, um, Ben no. Carson. Oh, Ben Carson. Oh, yeah. I love that. I wish he would Huh? I wish he would have won the nomination when he ran. Well, he, I, like his, I like his stance on taxes and um, an IRS. Mm -hmm. But, you know, hey, like you said, it wasn't meant for him. To get nominated, but he's he's happy where he's at. Look, look what he's doing with the hood, you know. We'll do a lot more because a lot of these people don't deserve to be on it. They just don't want to get a job. But that's another story for another day. 
Well, I got to go too because I got to get, I got to finish. Yeah, I probably I should go, go too. Okay, guys. My school in a minute. All right, see y'all next time. Have thank a good guys. one, guys. This was a lot of fun today. It was. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. We hope you enjoyed today's awesome discussion. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.